from Hannah Show. Today we have Sophia, the CEO of FemBot, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear out her mission statement and everything she wants to do for women. Sophia, how are you? I'm great today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh no, thank you for being here. We're going to jump right into it and I want you to describe yourselves to our viewers. Me personally or the business? I like talking about the business more. <laughs> If you know me, what I like to do is I like to showcase women businesses. So we have an online platform. We have over 400 amazing women entrepreneurs in our women's business directory. And now we're growing and we're teaching women about how to get funding and financing and how to make money. That sounds phenomenal. And whoever isn't following her, I'm going to link the Instagram page below in the comments so everybody can get access to women funding and her posts are really cool and she's not paying me to say that because I don't endorse anything I don't like. Um, how did Good philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Good philosophy. That is my, the, the core. How did FemBot get started? Like how did this start? You know, I get that question a lot and my answer changes all the time. I love not, it. Not because it's different or I'm making it up, but because there were so many facets that went into what it was that made Thumbot grow. So really I wanted to lead by example and start putting my money where my mouth is and walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And so I started to look for women that I could spend my money on and I couldn't find them. And I couldn't believe it that there wasn't a business directory up there uh -huh. that was global, that wasn't just a niche or a, one type of business or one size or one geography. And so I just started building it for myself. And then I realized that people weren't really supporting women, like propping them up, making them feel good, making them feel like they can do it, that they can go out there and they can be the CEO. They can start their company and they can interview Oprah. Absolutely. I love how you said interviewing Oprah. That is my ultimate goal. But I honestly, I feel the same because we, I feel as though we were taught a certain way and CEO wasn't one of them. But now with like your platform, FemBot, and whenever I see anything, I make lemonade. And I'm just like, oh my God, I could do this. Like there's so many women doing such cool things. Right? Such cool. Things. We could probably do a whole podcast on neat ideas. Um, I love it. I, I have a hundred of them. <laughs> No, this is great. You should start a podcast. Oh my gosh. I like to be on other people's podcasts. I can't run the technology. <laughs> this is my, my, I tell everybody, you need to start a podcast because it's just so interesting. But I want to know who influenced this journey? Like who influenced you to support and showcase women businesses? You know, I, it started with the women that I co-founded the company in the U.S. with, my friends Stacy and Rebecca, who are wonderful people. And then it was about, okay, I have this idea that I want to help women. And then I heard Mimi Boyer, which when she did her inaugural Happy on Mondays event, I went to it and I wasn't really sure what Fembot was going to be, right? It was an inspiration, it was me spending my money supporting women businesses, and she 
took me to the next level. She was the catalyst for making FemBot happen because she's so inspirational about how we're stuck in a rut and we're not doing the things that are driving us, that are making us happy. What's getting you out of bed in the morning? Is it your nine to five or is it five to nine and you're living more? And that really helped propel me from should I do this to the doing it. And and then it was here at the Good Vibes home of Make Lemonade where we are sitting right now. You guys should see this. It's so cool. So cool. <laughs> it's my happy place. I call it my Good Vibes happy place. And, and Rachel Kelly is, you know, she has Queen. built the most phenomenal community. And... I would come here because between my nine to five, Mm -hmm. from five to nine, I wanted to get that really positive, good vibe feeling. This is where I met the people who, and this is the room where the idea was created in. We're on the whiteboard, Katie the copywriter, if you guys don't know her, she's amazing. So Katie's like (laughs) writing on the whiteboard, and Claire McCallum who does our design and brand strategy, she's sitting there and my hands are flying all over the place. (laughs) I'm talking and getting super excited and we're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna happen. Sembot is was created in in this place, in this goodbye place. This is a phenomenal story. So basically, we're in the birth room right now of Fembot. And now you're being interviewed right Full circle. Full circle. This is so exciting. I I feel honored that I'm even here in this room where all these ideas get created. If you guys haven't come by and make lemonade, the minute you walk in here, you smile. You instantly smile. So if you're somebody in Toronto and you have a side hustle or you want to start something, you need to come here. Like, it is... Absolutely. It's such a great place to, you know, for if you're an entrepreneur in waiting, right? Like, you know you want to do something else. You don't know what it is. This is a great community. I would come here. I would come to their mixers Mm -hmm. once a month. I would meet people. I would learn so much. I I was like a sponge soaking it all in. And that's when I realized how incredible amazing so many incredible women out there who are doing phenomenal cool things really neat businesses out there and I didn't really know what a copywriter was until Katie told me which if you haven't heard her speak you should start listening to to her her. she'll (laughs) tell you how to sell without sounding what's icky squirmy squirmy. (laughs) without making you feel squirmy yeah that was genius. That's a genius line. Um, you often speak about uplifting women. When did you decide to do that for yourself? Because I'm somebody, in order to uplift somebody else, I have to uplift myself. So how did that get started? You know, it's funny. I was in a bit of a negative space sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and so I had a fork in the road where I had to pick. You know, am I just going to wallow in a bit of the negativity? Or am I going to do something positive? And I decided I am going to believe in myself. I'm going to do something positive and I'm going to believe in other women and I'm going to do something positive for them. And I'm going to catapult them into recognized CEOs across the world, not of other people's companies, but of their company. And to do that, I had to be CEO of my company. 
that is probably the best answer I've heard on this platform thus far. Like that was phenomenal. So in order to teach somebody to become a CEO, you have to be a CEO of yourself. You, go back and listen to what she just said because that was a gem that you just dropped and that was, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm my biggest fan of my podcast, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm super excited. Sometimes you just, you know, you feel it, right? You feel when something is right and meaningful. And I have to give a shout out to my husband because mm -hmm. he's always telling me, Sophia, you are the CEO of Fenwat. That means something. And that's what I try to do for other women. That is the best job in the whole entire world. Like you've literally tapped into your potential and you're now giving everyone the title of CEO that we're too afraid to give it to ourselves. So that is something that like, you're gonna go up in the Hall of Fame of Make Lemonade. They should, they should have a Hall of oh Fame. Oh my gosh, I ideation. <laughs> you heard it here first. Right? We, <laughs> this is gonna happen. They need to put you in the Hall of Fame, totally. Um, you know, with we're women and we're always jumping around everywhere. And there's always something that I wish I spent less time on. Not all the time, but there's always like one thing. What would that be for you? Oh my goodness. So the bane of my existence is bookkeeping. <laughs> so for all of you out there who just took a big groan, yes, that is how I feel. <laughs> because I just finished doing our taxes, oh which boy. was painful. And the painful part wasn't the taxes, it was pulling all those darn receipts together. So thankfully, after this year, I've learned my lesson and I've been working with a couple of fabulous women. So my tax person, Lena DeLuca, and uh, then our financial business planner and strategy person who helps us, who's going to help us put all of our accounting together, and that's Lisa Zamparo. And I can't, for those of you who are starting your own thing and you're picking, like the things that you like doing, the things that you don't like doing, and the things you definitely, definitely want to pay somebody else to do, <laughs> <laughs> bookkeeping. That is one of them. You know what? I was, now that you said the taxes. I feel like maybe one of your entrepreneurs should create an app that you could just like take a picture of the receipt and then it stores it up in some kind of cloud or something. I think that I think those are out there and people are going to help me with that because <laughs> I'm like, yes, that needs to happen because I can't keep track of this. And you pull out those darn receipts and they're half smudged. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I don't even know what that number says. <laughs> Where was I on that day? Did I even go there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take a selfie, so I don't know. No. <laughs> you're phenomenal. And you know something? You mentioned something earlier in the interview, how some women feel scared to become CEO. With all your like participants and people that you work with, is there something that you find trending in all women? Like for me personally, it's getting over myself. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to get over myself and what I think about myself, but is that the same with other women or what do you find that's the same factor in everyone that kind of holds them back? Is there something that you notice? I think a lot of women want to help other people and don't necessarily do it for themselves and so that part of it is the part where I try to come in and infuse some some ability for them to showcase I give them a platform to showcase where they wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable showcasing themselves 
Because it's a lot easier for me to say, Hannah's amazing, <laughs> than for me to say, I'm amazing. Right, even the tone changes. <laughs> right, like, just your, kind of your, your interaction with yourself, it's just not natural, and, and I think it's harder for, for women, for what, whether it's societal, or it's in our heads, or maybe it's just as hard for men, but I'm not a man, so I don't know. I don't know what happens in their world. <laughs> But I think that's part of it. And then I also have noticed something in terms of success. And one of the things that that we do as women, or at least the women that I work with, is we're trying to get it perfect. And we're trying to get everything perfect ourselves and do it alone. If I can't do it, then I'm a failure. Instead of saying, well, Hannah's a better podcaster than me. I, I don't know the first thing about any of the technology pieces. I definitely don't have a microphone. Right? <laughs> and, and so I'm recognizing that you have strengths that you can showcase. It's, it's just, and things that you're not necessarily going to do yourself. And that's okay. Yeah. You can't do it all. You shouldn't do it all. Oh, God, no. That's exhausting. We've all tried to do everything all at once, and the story doesn't end very well. (laughs) Don't be on every social media platform, right? Especially if you're starting out and you're doing it yourself. (laughs) I feel like you have to get good at one and Mm -hmm. then kind of expand to wherever you feel fit, like wherever your brand, your person, whatever it is feels fit. But it's funny that you said... I'm mind blown for you on on listening in on the podcast because seriously, like one at a time, <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> no, you're you're too much. I hope you guys need to meet her like in person so you understand. I the energy transmitted in your voice, but meeting you in person is just because my hands are flying everywhere. It's great. It is great. <laughs> Somebody told me I should start videotaping my podcast recording, and I was like, no. Now I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have videoed her because you're, you're special. Um, I have to ask, you know, I ask this to everybody on the show. What has been the best advice you've ever been given that kind of carries with you through, like, every decade, like, you hold it near and dear to your heart? Um, what would that be? Or do you, if it's multiple, please share because I well, want to know them all. There's probably tons, <laughs> but the best one for entrepreneurs is don't be afraid to fail. Like, if you are not failing, you're not innovating. It's like we're, we're doing a little happy dance here because it's the oh, right? Because uh, so I tell people this lesson that I had early on, and I, I, my $700 into building um, something for the business that I had to build and it just wasn't going well. I I had given the money to the person and it wasn't coming out the way I wanted it and I thought it was me and then I thought maybe it was them and then I thought why aren't they calling me back Uh. and then I thought I have to let the $700 go and it felt like a failure. I Mm -hmm. felt like I failed when really, and not to brag, but we pride ourselves on our website at FemBot. Our whole platform is based on having a a nice website that people want to visit so they will come and see your page on your directory that's dedicated to you and your business. And so we had to have that, that look good 
And and so I had to just cut my losses on the $700 and move on. And so that's the advice that somebody had given me along the way to allow me when I hit that pivotal moment of mm-hmm. do I walk away or do I keep sinking money into this to walk away. And it felt like so much money. Oh, no. For, if you said $700, I was like, oh, my God, $700. So. <laughs> right? Especially when it's like your hobby and it's an idea and it's not a thing yet. And you're like, what am I doing? I'm just burned money yeah it's, it's hard it's definitely hard especially when you have no idea if it's gonna work out like when I started the podcast I got every excuse in the book. you don't know what you're doing you don't have a niche who's gonna want to talk to you and I'm like everybody wants to talk to me everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you <laughs> right so it's it's definitely hard to to be in a sense of a like you think you're a failure but now I no longer think it's fails I think you're learning so what I've done in season one some things may transcend into season two, and I'm talking about season two, and I'm still have right season two. two. I love it. So it's def- I definitely have to have you on season two. Oh my gosh, we're videoing that <laughs> one. <laughs> we I have to have you on season two, but um, it's been exciting to hear like so many like ideas that you have with women in their businesses, and not to brag, but I want to know what has been like. A business that you saw in like the beginning stages that you thought like besides your website and everything you do what that you saw you're like oh this is gonna be huge and the person's like no I don't think so but you know now you see them a couple years later or however down the line and now you see them like just skyrocketing do you do you recall seeing one that was special from the because I see people now that I know they're gonna do amazing things. amazing things you can spot it you can spot it in their energy you can spot it in that how they present themselves because they're excited in their positivity and and you know their idea is good because they have the passion behind it mm-hmm. so I do have people but I'm gonna take it to the to the what and and the what is you know Everyone can have a good idea, mm-hmm. and it's actually the passion and the drive to actually implement it that is what differentiates people. So a good idea is table stakes for something to succeed, something to sell. Mm-hmm. But then it's you know Rachel who created Make Lemonade. It's Katie that created Katie the copywriter. Yeah, that's which huge. when I met her, it was pre Katie the copywriter name being in place. Katie was one of those people, and we talked about her earlier, earlier yeah. in her master class. Where, like I said, we're whiteboarding, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my goodness, I am in the room with a fantastic person who had." I have to make sure that everybody who meets me knows about her because it's so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's it's the people in addition to the businesses. Another another person is is Claire McCallum who does our our web design and and all of our brand. And I have to say this, even though I also gave her a little shout out a second ago. <laughs> Because I was out, I was invited to hear Michelle Obama <gasps> the other day. Woo-hoo. So inspirational. And I was with uh, a number of corporate folks who had invited me, mm-hmm. uh, who I just met, and they saw my business card. And it, it 
pretty simple. It says support women owned, right? And then our logo. And they said, this is fantastic. Who did this? We have to meet them. And do it's, I spotted that before it existed just by looking at her Instagram page. So this is before I, I tell this story and I hope I get it right, but I think I was her very first customer after she left corporate. Really? And I just saw it. I, I spotted her talent. I spotted what was so unique about her and it's the simplicity that says it all, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy to put a lot of words and a lot of pictures and a lot of graphics into things. It's really hard to get it right and simple. And so there, there are a couple of the folks. Um, another one I'm going to give a shout out to my Chicago peeps. Hey, why not? If that's okay, if we can go global hey. for a second here. Go global. This is your stage. So Evolve Her, which is a co-working space and event space in Chicago, what they've done, they they built a beautiful space in a neighborhood that nobody would have taken a chance on. And it's and now they're in a prime location that has parking that's close to the financial district, but not in the financial mm-hmm. district, so you don't have to be, you know, kind of in it's a little bit different of a vibe. And so they've built a way to bring corporate and entrepreneurs together just by their the look and feel of their space being blendable for both. And then the loc- their physical presence being in a location that works for both, where you can still catch the train home to, to the suburbs if you live in the suburbs. And so that kind of innovation, it's something you feel and mm-hmm. something you get a sense of. And so that's my shout out to them. That is amazing. I actually have a really good friend, the coaching queen. She's in Chicago. Ah. Uh, shout out to her. I'm going to have her on the platform in a couple weeks. So definitely out. Tag me that, send me that co-working space so I can send it to her. I don't know if she knows of it or not, but um, phenomenal. She can make you a resume and make you marketable in like three seconds. And, I love it. We have to do more shout-outs to her. <laughs> I will be looking you up. Expect a note from Sophia. Please. She is, I always write on her platform, whoever is not employed is because they're not following you. Because you said every, like you just, people get jobs. They hire her. And they have a job. It is she's that good. So um, definitely, I'll, I'll send you her contact so you guys can meet and mingle. But and I love that that dovetails so nicely with what we're doing, which is we're getting women hired, but we're getting their businesses hired. Mm-hmm. We're getting their companies business. We do referrals. We do um, we help arrange fixed fee relationships so that people can have the accessibility of a great product from our women entrepreneurs and it's a win-win because one of the problems is not being able to find the women but then the other is affording it being able Mm -hmm. to pay and Mm -hmm. so we try to create an environment um, where you're getting hired I love this I totally love this and my very last question or we can keep going is is there anything you wish that I would have asked you during this interview, something that you want to say, something that's on your mind today, this is your space, you can definitely just, you know, if you want to say, I like the day today, whatever is on your mind right now, you can definitely share with everyone any questions that I didn't ask. As 
as you're thinking about what's next for you, whether you're an entrepreneur or you are a person who just wants a, something different in your life, believe in yourself and spend time with the people who jazz you up and energize you and try to shed the people who don't do that, not because you don't love them, mm -hmm. but because be around positive and it will lift you up and empower you and then you'll be the CEO of yourself. That is phenomenal. Thank you so much for being on our platform. Where can everyone find you? Like, what is your email, your website? Plug away. This oh, is your time. yeah. So, Fembot, I'm going to spell it for you. Spell it out. F-E-M-M-E-B-O-U-G-H-T. Mm -hmm. I bought from a woman. <laughs> and so that's our Insta handle, that's our website, and we're on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And that's also our email at gmail.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being on here. We hope to see you again soon. This is your house, so you're welcome to EFH whenever you like. Thank you so <laughs> much. You're we welcome. appreciate it. Yay! Beautiful. I love this. This was great.